you know, my children have been all virtual and even though they've been struggling with doing online ballet, whenever they hear their name called, they always look at me and they're like, mom, they called my name. Well, it's day 320 of quarantine, and parents, here's where we are. The vaccine is coming to your local pharmacy. Apparently, snow days are still a thing, and they might cancel the Olympics again. In the words of Milton Berle, if evolution really works, how come mothers only have two hands, Sarah? And welcome to another episode of PDQ, Parenting During Quarantine. I'm Sarah Croco, and I'm joined by my longtime friend and colleague, Leah Windsor. Hello, Leah. Hello, Sarah. Episode number two, here we go. That's right. We're now a couple of veteran podcasters and just in time because we have two amazing guests joining us this evening. Do we ever. I am thrilled to welcome both these gentlemen to PDQ. Kevin Thomas serves as the artistic director and Marcellus Harper serves as the executive director for Collage Dance Collective. Founded in 2006 in New York City and based in Memphis since 2009, Collage describes their mission as making outstanding ballet instruction more accessible to everyone. And I could not emphasize this more. It's a joy to see the programming that they do, and they're one of the best things about Memphis. Friends, welcome to PDQ. Thank Thank you, Leah. So Kevin and Marcellus, I would love to start with your journeys. What led you to these roles And what can you tell us about your work at Collage? What led us to these roles? Well, I started dancing very young at the age of seven. So I I was a professional dancer. I started in Canada, Montreal. That's where my uh, training began. So I grew up with many, many snowstorms. (laughs) So after... Yeah, after my, my, my training or my career in Canada, being basically one of the only, you know, dancers of color after being in New York with Nancy the Harlem, um, being an institution that is about, you know, dancers of color, that's what really gave me the idea to want to create a collage dance collective. Um, That feeling of seeing a stage full of color and how it reflected on myself and how I thought about myself and about dance. And Marcellus? Yeah, so my story is a little different than Kevin's in that my background's not in dance. Uh, so it's it's very, very interesting and, and something that I would not have envisioned for myself to be sitting here um, leading a dance company. If you had asked me even 10 years ago, um, if this is where I would be, I would, I would have definitely not had thunk it. I was always conditioned to believe that, you know, the arts were something that Um, were a hobby or extracurricular. And so, um, you know, I was more tracked to do the science and and tech kind of path and um, continued to be very involved in the arts, but again, as a hobby. And so, you know, um, I was able to, because I didn't, you know, I I went to school after after high school and, and have worked in various capacities in corporate America, I've worked at Harvard and St. Jude and Marriott, Marriott International, so really have developed a lot of experience 
and marketing, you know, project management and coordination. Um, so being able to couple that with my passion for the arts um, has kind of prepared me, I would say, for this opportunity that I would not have envisioned myself being in, but I'm very, very um, proud that I get to to serve. I, I love learning about you guys. <laughs> We've never gotten a chance to have these conversations. I guess Marcellus first and, and Kevin, um, I'm so curious about how the program continues to work during the pandemic. You know, so many of us are watching our kids learn exclusively online and others have their children in school part-time. Um, some in-person activities have resumed while others have canceled. Tell me about how Collage is coping with virtual learning, in-person learning during the pandemic. Great question. First and foremost, we, when the pandemic hit, we were in the middle of a capital campaign and a uh, construction project. So we were building this brand new $9 million facility. And so the pandemic hit. And um, as devastating as it was and continues to be, and as, as challenging as it has been, uh, one of the benefits was that we were able to pivot in the middle of construction to really make some design adjustments to make the space um, more, to make the space safer for our community. Uh, So we were able to add, you know, RTU ionizers in the HVAC system, which is very advanced technology that kills pathogens and viruses in the air. Um, You know, all of the HVAC systems are brand new. So, you know, really state-of-the-art type of air filtration um, systems there. We were able to make all of the restrooms touchless um, our space is 10 times the size of our old building. So we had the footprint to be able to social distance. Um, so there was a lot, we were able to purchase a furniture package that we can, you know, uh, disinfect with, you know, a hospital grade disinfectant. So there were just lots of things that we could do to make the space more, um, conducive. We've done a lot of, um, testing, so we've, we've added assurance testing. So we're able to do asymptomatic testing, which has been very helpful to us for our older students. Um, but I think at the end of the day, it was just this idea that this is important. We have to get back in the studio. How can we do it safely? Is it possible? And um, we, so far, based on the science um, and based on our success thus far, knock on wood, um, believe that that that's the case. Can I follow up with Kevin about this, about the teaching aspect of it and teaching hybrid classes and what's that been like? Well, yeah, that has made me um, not sleep at night because <laughs> that's very difficult, the hybrid classes. And also, you know, just teaching students where they don't have much room to move around, you know, so the curriculum has to change. Even when we first started with it virtually, I was kind of nervous that, oh, how my little baby's gonna like really tune into me. But I was shocked and surprised. Our summer intensive program, it was amazing. Those kids were right there with me. So I feel like this is a hard time for the arts in general. The pandemic has closed theaters, mass gatherings are prohibited. Our kids are not getting instruction and exposure to the arts that they're used to. What kind of things would you guys recommend to kind of keep kids engaged with the arts in general? You know, that's a great question and a a hard question because I think, you know, so much of of artistic content is now being pushed through the digital platform. And I know that one of the major challenges that many parents are having is, you know, digital fatigue, you know, and so 
um, kids that are having to get their their academic schooling through through Zoom and um, and then also now trying to use that same platform or similar platforms to now provide entertainment or cultural enrichment um, is is a stretch. And so, you know, I don't have a, a perfect answer for that. I think many of our colleagues across the country are doing fantastic, creative, innovative things to make art accessible. And so I would say, you know, um, to, to definitely make best efforts to support that. But this is also a season of like, we all have to show each other grace. I mean, you know, we're, we're all tired, we're doing our best. Um, and I also think that this is temporary. So what I'm excited about more than, you know, what are we gonna do in these, these next challenging days is how exciting it's going to be on the other end, on the other side of this pandemic and how ready people hopefully will be to wanna to really engage with cultural institutions again and how ready and prepared we should be uh, to really be creating con just amazing content um, for people who've been longing for it for so long. I just wanted to follow up with Kevin really briefly. So you mentioned several times the babies that you have in your class referring to the four and five-year-olds, which I find so endearing. I just wonder, you know, I've witnessed firsthand my six-year-old and my eight-year-old doing Zoom school, you know, and now they're, they've amazed me in terms of like, they're yeah. so proficient with like Google Docs and Cami and all these other applications. So like, what was it like when the first time you dealt with these four and five-year-olds? I mean, because in a way they don't know any different. Like, they're like, okay, this is what I have to do now. So did they just show up and give it their all? No, they showed up. I mean, I was shocked because I was, I was very nervous. I mean, the thought of it, because I know what my babies are like in person, you know, <laughs> when I turn on the music. So there is a different level of focus and concentration that happens when you're looking at the screen. And I think I was tapping into that with, with the kids. Now, mind you, I do know that because I'm on Zoom, I have to move fast. So, you know, I have a playlist. I, you know, I, I don't stay long on each exercise. I just keep it moving and the kid, you know, keep up with me. So I, I know they did very well. I was very shocked, very surprised. And, and just to clarify for the listeners, um, collage is not just a ballet studio for, for babies and, you know, kids, but there's also the professional dance company. How many, how many dancers are with you now? We have 11 professional dancers um, and we're looking to grow the company now that we have this brand new space. So we're looking to grow our professional company. The school is going to grow and we're looking to grow our adult classes. So we have, um, because we've had no space for the seven, past seven years, our priority has had to be on our youth programming, um, but we're looking to roll out a whole series of adult classes uh, this summer and really see um, some growth in that, that demographic. What, what's going on with the company and how can people engage with, um, with Collage Ballet? So yeah, like Kevin mentioned, you know, the company, we the company's been back in rehearsals since October. And so this year, our entire season is digital. So we made that decision um, probably in the summer. You know, uh, we didn't, because we didn't know what, when live performances would be safe to do again. So instead of wait around, we decided, let's just make the entire season digital. What's been very exciting is that we partnered with our local CBS affiliate and have been able to air um, concerts that we normally would have done live, you know, through on, on, on CBS. 
you know, our last concert, over 50, over 65,000 people were able to see it because not only did it air on their air on TV, but it also aired on their social platforms and their website. Um, we also have content on our digital platform on our website. So for if you become a member, uh, similar to like Hulu or Netflix, so for like $11 a month, you get access to these concerts, these fully produced concerts, short films, you know, archival videos, member discounts, digital content that you can download. Uh, so um, we've really tried to, to create a, a very immersive kind of environment where you can get to know collage, get to know our dancers, but also, like Kevin said, be exposed to high caliber art that has been created and produced for this very moment. So I've heard you both talk about the ancillary benefits for kids involved in ballet and in the arts. Um, can you expand on how you think dance helps kids outside of the studio? And even more than that, what what role collage plays here in Memphis? So the arts, you know, they, they connect us to our humanity. So um, it's a great way for, I, I think, um, us to engage in something and particularly for young people to engage in something that's really, you know, helping them emotionally and spiritually. Um, and also it's a wonderful opportunity for parents, particularly like, you know, Memphis is a city, as you know, Leah, and that it's a, it's a pretty segregated city. Um, so, you know, it's people um, like people tend to be with like people. And so, you know, and it's hard to kind of break, through some of that when we think about, you know, how our communities are, are structured and we think about socioeconomic, you know, parameters and we think about our families and our schools. Um, and there's there can be a lot of sameness in that. So I think one of the great things that arts programs and, and programs like ours can do is give a provide an opportunity for um, people to engage um, with, with environments and communities that are different than theirs. We love having uh, your kids in our program, I mean, they definitely don't look like, you know, necessarily all of the other kids that are in the program. But what's beautiful about that and what I hope can happen more in our city um, is that, you know, people will be courageous to 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 really, um, you know, take take, you know, take the lead to put their kids in environments and communities where they might not necessarily be in the majority. And I think that there's a lot of value in that. There's also in ballet, you know, the, the art of being able to take criticism. That's something that, you know, it's a great thing to learn young. Then trying to learn that when you are going to university or get your first job and how do you deal with that. So that's another thing. Just all these great things that dance has, you know, and also the physical thing, being physical, learning your just different parts of your body, how do your muscles work, your alignment, your bones, all that is important. You know, um, I grew up doing ballet as, as Kevin and Marcellus know, and I didn't do fun ballet. I did, you know, it was Chiquetti ballet and it was disciplined and it's, um, you know, you don't go to competitions and wear, you know, flashy, costumes. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but that's not how I learned ballet and that's not what I wanted for my children. And, you know, besides, you know, the incredible company and the building and um, just the environment, the instruction that the kids get at collage is so 
it's so disciplined and it's they're 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 learning real things from day one, even with the babies. Like Kevin said, you know, the lessons that you learn from ballet in terms of the discipline and and not just ballet, but like serious arch training of of many different kinds. I mean, most of with the folks that Kevin and I grew up with who are artists, you know, come from working class and, you know, families. And so arts were very much part of the pathway that helped us get out of, you know, that, that provided a, a pipeline for us for, you know, college opportunities and professional opportunities. It also provided us with the creativity, problem solving skills to be successful in, in an ever changing and evolving world. And so, you know, there's a, there's, we're, for a lot of people, you know, and a lot of the kids and communities that we work with, um, when you see the inequities, when you see that not everyone has a safety net, when you see that not everyone has access to the same things, um, then it becomes important that we are doing our part to really provide some tangible, real life skills and life training to help these young people be successful, however that looks. Kevin and Marcellus, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a real treat um, to spend this time with you. Please tell us how our listeners can learn more about Collage Dance Collective and follow the important work that you're doing. Absolutely. Well, you can find us through all social channels, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, Collage Dance or Collage Memphis, and um, through our website, which is collagedance.org. As always, friends, be sure to like and subscribe. New episodes every week, so check our library or tell your friends about the show. If you want to learn even more, join our 5,000-member community by searching for Parenting Under Quarantine on Facebook. This has been Parenting During Quarantine. From our bubble to yours, keep hanging in there.